This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the X-Zone Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, around the world on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net, and our fine family of broadcast affiliates, including iHeartRadio. If you'd like to send us an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And to find out about the programming we have available for you, 724-365 on the XZBN radio network. All you need to do is just type in those uh, letters, followed by .com, XZBN.com. My guest this hour, Exonation, is Joshua Shapiro, and he's been known throughout the world as a crystal skull explorer, investigator, author, and public speaker for over 35 years. However, he would like to be one of the least persons you would expect to get involved with a digital uh, currency. Perhaps many of you have heard about bitcoins. It seems it is an up-and-coming in the news everywhere, and uh, the amount of companies beginning to accept this digital currency is growing daily, as well as known and well-known and famous people. For example, Bill Gates has been quoted in an interview stating that bitcoins is unstoppable. Joining me this hour is Joshua Shapiro to tell us about Bitcoins. And Joshua, welcome back to the Exxon. Always great having you with us. Joshua, are you there? Here. Oh, there you are. Uh, tell okay. us tell us about how you got involved with Bitcoins. Well, l- like many people, I've you know seen and heard about this for mm-hmm. a very long time. And I didn't really understand it, but... As you know, I'm a very spiritual person, and I think sometime around my birthday in, in April, I just got this like strong message that said, Bitcoins is coming, it's going to be a natural part of everybody's life, and you need to get involved right away. So for me, when I get a message like that from inside myself, mm-hmm. I take action. I mean, what do I have to lose? Fortunately, I have a friend who lives in Thailand, he's actually from England, I call him my mentor. Mm -hmm. He was just starting to get involved with Bitcoins and other digital currencies, which are called cryptocurrencies. And basically, I started asking him questions and started teaching me about it. And then eventually, in May of this year, I said, okay, I'm going to go buy some. And I just, that's how I got started. And I've never stopped since then. Well, what is Bitcoins? Well, um, Let's see, what would be a good example I could use? You know, a lot of people right now, Rob, they use uh, PayPal Mm -hmm. to send money to people, right? And if you think about it, if you didn't go to the bank and take out the money that somebody sent you, Mm -hmm. you would never see that actually money is going from, you know, one PayPal account to another and to another bank, et cetera. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that because I get paid by PayPal and I transfer it to my bank. Right. But what I'm saying is if you didn't take the money that was transferred out, mm-hmm. it came through PayPal and said, okay, well, I had this money. Everything is basically being done through the internet. Yeah. Well, Bitcoins works exactly the same way, except 
it's not a paper currency. It doesn't have coins connected to it. It's totally digital. So how do we know that it being totally digital is actually secure? Okay, well, Bitcoins has been around since uh, 2009. That's mm -hmm. when it first came out. And obviously for any type of digital currency, and now there's like over 800 of them that exist, for it to have any chance of success whatsoever, it has to have total security, just like PayPal has total security mm -hmm. with it. So without the programmers that created the system, and their network system is called a blockchain, probably people are starting to hear this term, but all it is is a system with computers and over the internet that takes care of all the transactions of Bitcoins being sent or received and the security that's in place for that. So what happens is, I'll give you an example. So all right, why, say, don't, why don't we do this? You and I have to take our first commercial break, my friend. Okay. When sure. we come back, let's talk about Bitcoins and how it really works. ExoNation, my guest this hour, is a good friend of the Exxon, Joshua Shapiro. His website is bitcoinsandme.wordpress.com. And Joshua and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Don't go away. program providers including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Is it science or is it magic? Once a magical thing has been scientifically proven, is it no longer magic? Or is magic simply the science of tomorrow? Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, on The Science of Magic a syndicated radio program dedicated to combining the science and magic of today's dynamic and controversial topics to co-create new solutions. 
by triangulating information from today's leading experts from the scientific and magical fields, we uncover expansive and evolutionary truths you won't find anywhere else. Join us daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, as I interview the shared thoughts with the amazing guests from both science and magic. The resulting knowledge is unprecedented. As a gift to you, the listener, past episodes can be accessed on our website free of charge at thescienceofmagic.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500 plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back, everyone. Joshua Shapiro is my special guest for this hour, www.bitcoinsandme.wordpress.com. All right, Joshua, we were talking a little bit about Bitcoins before we went to the break. Uh, so tell me more about this new electronic currency. Okay, let me follow up with the question you asked me sure. at the end there. Okay, so let's say, for example, you have what's called a Bitcoin wallet. That's mm -hmm. what they call where you store your Bitcoins. And I do, I want to send you some. What I notice is when I uh, send out or receive Bitcoins, it doesn't, in other words, I get a notice that it's happened almost instantaneously, mm -hmm. but there is a confirmation. There's like, I believe, three confirmations that have to happen in order to confirm that that transaction was real. So this is what's built into the system. So they have a lot of, you know, like programs and things for security. And many, many people all over the world are sending Bitcoins all over. So if there was a problem with security, then people wouldn't be able to use the system. But the other key point to understand with Bitcoins is that depends on what your native currency is. Like, you know, we, we both work with dollars. I have American dollars. Mm -hmm. You have Canadian dollars. If you were not able to convert your Bitcoins into one of what is called a fiat currency, one of the existing currencies that has bills and coins, then there wouldn't probably not be so much value in it because, you know, there's still more and more companies that are beginning to accept Bitcoins. And even for our Crystal Skull website, I'm hoping before the end of the year that I can allow people to do Bitcoins. But what I've been able to do is the Bitcoins that I've been able to um, earn and receive and so on, I've converted them into dollars and I've just used it to help to pay for bills and things mm -hmm. like that. So you have the ability in, let's say, American dollars or euros or whatever to buy the Bitcoins and then you can turn around and sell them. Hopefully when you sell them, the Bitcoins have gone up in value. Now this is another aspect which is very interesting with Bitcoins because this very day that we're talking, Rob, mm -hmm. for the first time in the history of Bitcoins, one Bitcoin was worth over $5,800, which is pretty remarkable because in the early days when it first started, they were only worth pennies. Hmm. And this year alone, I think I read it went from around $750 or $800 at the beginning of the year to over $5,000 today. Actually, yesterday is when it broke $5,000. So if people so, are using if people are using PayPal like the majority of online uh, merchants do, right? What is the advantage to bitcoins? Like you you have to change everything over. You have to change your banking information. You have to change your online shopping cart. So why would people do that? Okay, so one of the reasons that people like bitcoins is that there are no banks that are in the middle of any of the transactions mm -hmm. or governments. In other words, it's a totally decentralized system. Basically, we become the bankers as people who have Bitcoins. The um, other thing about it is 
is that um, besides the fact that the value keeps going up, so in a way it could be looked at as an investment, mm -hmm. which is kind of what we're doing. I mean, um, with the bitcoins that I've current that I currently had, probably in the last two days, I without doing anything, I didn't touch it, I didn't spend it, uh -huh. I probably made several hundred dollars. So um, this is one thing. Now the other thing, and the other reason why I feel this is important is mm -hmm. it's not to supplant the systems that already exist. And by the way, I think I heard PayPal is going to be beginning to accept Bitcoins too, which is well, pretty interesting. Yeah, well, PayPal accepts uh, you know, uh, numer uh, numerous uh, currencies. Right, but I didn't, I didn't know they were doing digital currencies. So they're mm -hmm. either already accepting Bitcoin or they're going to be starting to accept Bitcoin pretty soon. But the key with Bitcoins that I see is it's just – it's easier to use, mm -hmm. no banks involved, the, and one of the um, people I was listening talk about, he said this, and I'm just saying it as something for people to consider. He says, many experts are believing that Bitcoins has the possibility within about 10 years where one Bitcoin may be worth $1 million. But there is the and, other side where Bitcoin may not survive. And right. everybody who has bitcoins is going to lose everything. So what kind of security is behind the investor or the people who actually uh, use bitcoin compared to the other currencies that are under government regulation? And the government says, hey, you have to do this, that, and the other thing. You just can't come up with a digital currency to circumvent the gov government's rules and regulations. Right. Well... What I believe with bitcoins is is that it already has had a great acceptance by many people. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with countries. Yeah. It is not affected by economies or, you know, whether certain currencies go up. Uh -huh. It's very simple to be able to just send to a person. There are like apps on the phones that you can do. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of being going more towards like a convenience and also... What I what I believe is going to happen is it's going to become as common like the mobile phones we have now. Naturally, you bring up a good point. Well, are the governments going to sit back? No. What are they going to do about it? China already, um, they tried. They already sh tried to shut down what are called these uh, cryptocurrency exchanges. Mm -hmm. So when that happened, of course, the bitcoins went down for a little bit. Yeah. But then the story came out, why was China doing it? Because they wanted total control to create their own digital currency. They didn't want any competition. Well, what happens now, if, if somebody in organized crime was to try to use bitcoins to launder dirty money? You know, I, I, I really don't see the governments of the world just sitting still and letting this happen. Well... What are the governments doing when these individuals launder money? Are they able to totally track it and everything? Yes, I they mean, can. It's... Yep, they can. That's why if you deposit anything over $10,000, you're tracked. That's why with a bank account, you use your social insurance number because the currency transactions are tracked. You use an ATM. Your currency transaction is tracked to make sure that whatever is happening is being legally done for legal reasons and legal purposes. And conversely, they can also track things that you're doing as an individual. Oh, as yeah. Well, well, well come on, come on. If you've got nothing to fear, you've got nothing to hide. I don't buy into the conspiracy theories. Well, I understand. Well, this is part of the reason mm -hmm. why there are people that are leaning towards the Bitcoins and other digital currencies. Is they don't want their activities to be able to be fully tracked on every level what they do. What do they got to so, be afraid of, though? But it has nothing to do with what they have to be afraid of. Oh, sure. It's... It's a concern about, do you want someone to know where you're spending your money? Well, everybody I mean, knows that anyway. Come on, there's no secrets about that, Joshua. But what about those people who who earn money without declaring the proper taxes that go along with that? Why should people, using an alternative form of currency that is supposed to be off the radar, get away with not paying taxes where other people who are honest, hardworking people pay their taxes? Well, this is not what the United States government is doing. Oh. They're in the process of putting together a law. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, when when I convert my Bitcoins to dollars, mm -hmm. I have to report that as a capital gain. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, when they're still in bitcoins, it's like it's in a foreign currency. But as soon as I start converting that and using that in dollars, they're asking me to report it as a capital gain. And I saw that they were working on a bill that if a person receives from bitcoins, I think it was like $600 or more in a transaction that they have to declare that. So they're very concerned about this happening. I think they're more course, concerned about people e e evading the taxes that businesses should pay into the government on any transaction. Right. And then the other thing I heard that the government is doing is they're offering to people who have IRAs instead of receiving it in uh, cash or mm -hmm. dollars, they can receive it in bitcoins also. Hmm. So what I'm saying is, is Japan and Australia already accept it as a legal currency. Mm -hmm. I've talked to people in both countries who have confirmed this for me. The United States is acting as if they're not going to, to ignore it. They're going to set up rules and laws related sure. to this. The key question is, though, is they are viewing bitcoins as a foreign currency. Mm -hmm. So all these questions and concerns that you have, I know that this is part of the question about it, but I think that just as, you know, like we, we talked about with the mobile phones, when they came out, not everybody all of a sudden jumped on getting a mobile phone. They weren't comfortable with it. But I, th I, think, I think there's a big difference between talking about a mobile phone and actually talking about a currency where that is going to affect a person's pocketbook. Because once you buy that mobile phone, you don't have to worry about it uh, going bankrupt and having your mobile phone worth nothing. Right. But what I see as the key is that more and more people are working with this currency. Mm -hmm. It's starting to be accepted. And I'm only relating it to the mobile phone as a new technology because really it's a technology that's allowing this digital currency to exist. That eventually this is going to be just another currency that people will have access to. It'll be treated the same as dollars or euros. It's just, it's a digital currency. Well, yes, yes, I understand that. But there are still establishments that you go to that accept certain credit cards and do not accept other credit cards. Is this yes. going to be the same uh, with Bitcoins? If, you, if the merchant doesn't want to accept Bitcoins, what are you going to do? Well, then I'm not saying that at this point in time that everybody's going to convert all their money and mm -hmm. resources into Bitcoins. It becomes just another option but it's becoming more and more popular. And I think one of the telling signs is Amazon is giving serious consideration mm -hmm. to use Bitcoins. I'm not sure if I read this properly on the internet, but it was talking about like, they may have like 2 billion people all over the world that are their customers. Mm -hmm. So my feeling just is, is that we always have changes in technology and improvement, which changes the way in which we live. Mm -hmm. And the digital currencies is nothing more than like where we went from postage stamps to emails, where we went from a regular phone to mobile phone. And now we're talking about that we're going to have additional currencies that will be digital. And we'll see how many people accept it. I just know for us, we've been able to work with it to include it, to help mm -hmm. us to pay bills, to be able to receive donations. We yeah. actually got a donation in Bitcoin. Okay, but once and again, once again, Joshua, I can't understand what is so great about Bitcoins when I can do the same thing with my PayPal. I can do the exact same thing. I can pay bills online. I can go to the bank and withdraw cash from my office here in Hamilton. I can transfer money anywhere around the world without even going to the bank. So what is the big deal? Well, for me, what the big deal is, is that it is a currency that's coming that people are going to accept, that they're going to start using. It'll be easier for them to use. It will be accepted by many countries in the world. Many companies will be using it. So I am prepared for when this happens. But people around I, the world will accept the American dollar, will accept the Canadian dollar, will accept the pound, will accept the euro. So what advantage is there? The advantage is the choice. Do I want to have uh, currencies that work through banks, or do I rather work with these digital currencies? Well, it's just choice. PayPal's a digital currency. Exactly. The bank, you know, any, any credit card these days is a digital currency. So once again, what is the big deal? The big deal is the ease of use and the opportunity to get involved in a new technology and the possibility that the value of this commodity, if you will call it, will mm -hmm. continue to increase, which may be able to help people 
regular Thai people to do much better than they're doing under the current system, which seems that the wealthy get wealthier and the poor get poorer. Oh, it's leveling the playing field. That's how I see it. Well, how I see it, the only way a playing field is leveled is by the amount of work, sweat, and uh, determination that any business owner has. He makes it or he breaks it, not the currency that he accepts. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Ancient prophecies, legends, and current events indicate we're entering a high-frequency era supporting enlightenment. During expansive times, old rules fail, necessitating access the ever-shifting currents of life for guidance. There's an ancient form of shamanism through which we can obtain the information we need. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Art School, with a great new provision for those interested in spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow is an upcoming series of leading-edge online affordable classes designed to guide and support you and your family during these times of transition. Embrace the magic. Empower your life. Study Galactic Shamanism at findyourpathhome.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, 
Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Exonation, uh, the topic of the hour is the Bitcoin. Now, if you would like to uh, send me an email, tell me your pros and your cons, just send an email to exon at exonradiotv.com. And in the subject line, put Bitcoins. Joshua Shapiro was our guest, and uh, Joshua's website is www.bitcoinsandme.wordpress.com. Whoops. Thanks, Craig. Um, when we look at Bitcoins... Uh, now, when, when we go around the world, whether it's Hawaii, whether it's Chile, whether it's Spain, whether it's China, I can just take out my credit card, go to any ATM, and pull out the money of the local uh, currency where we are. What happens with Bitcoins? Do they have cards that you can go to an ATM and transfer money? Yes, they are developing cards where you are able to uh, get the currency that you mm -hmm. wish from the Bitcoins. And also the other thing, the advantage that I see with Bitcoins is it is not regulated by any specific country per se. So and when it gets when mm -hmm. it gets to the point, Rob, where many people are starting to use it and work with it, they're literally going to be able to take their cell phones and put it together to send to each other Bitcoins. But we can do that now using any credit card. I'm well, having I'm having well, a very hard time understanding what the big hoorah about bitcoins is, except you can hide things from the government. Well, I I don't see it that way, but I understand. Anytime there is a new technology that comes out, there's always going to be people that say, "Well, why should we why should we look at this but when Joshua, everything you're saying we can do?" We it's can not do. it's not a new technology. That's just it. It is not a new technology. The technology has been used for years. MasterCard, American Express, Visa, Diners Club, and every other credit card has been using the same technology for years. Nothing is new about Bitcoins. Well, I'm I'm sorry I'm going to have to disagree with you. All right, well, give I, me, I can, prove I your case, your, prove your case, you, prove your case. Okay. What's your question? <laughs> My question is, if MasterCard, Visa, American Express, and all the other credit cards have been using digital currency from one point to another, what is so new about Bitcoins? The only thing that's different with Bitcoins or any of the digital currencies is that it's totally digital. That's the only difference. And that the people are able to exchange it with each other, to use it for payment, etc. Mm -hmm. And I, what I believe eventually will come is it won't be necessary for me to have to convert my Bitcoins into dollars when I need to. I'll be able to pay my rent with Bitcoins. I'll be able to go to the grocery store and pay with Bitcoins. But you'll only be able to do that if the renter or your landlord or your grocery store accepts Bitcoins. Correct. Just and like just like now, if the people don't accept MasterCard or Visa, you can't use your card there. Exactly. So, so it's just uh, it's another currency that's coming up. I mean, I, I understand how you're perceiving it. I already knew you were going to ask me questions of this nature, mm -hmm. and um, you know, but the experience that I'm having with it has been very pleasant. I've had great success with it. Mm -hmm. It's. Um, I also see it as a as a form of investment too, if people want to look at it that way. In other words, it's not just that it's a another currency like mm -hmm. a foreign currency, but it's something that's increasing in value. So, so how and, do you look at it as an investment? Well, let's just look at the history of what's happened to Bitcoin as far as its value goes versus the dollar. So day day one, day zero, it's pennies. Mm -hmm. Uh, it took 100,000 Bitcoins to buy a pizza back in 2009 or 2010. Mm -hmm. Now, what 
increases the value of the bitcoins is of course just like anything else it's the demand mm -hmm. if people say i like this i want to use this i prefer to use this i don't want to have my my money going through banks i don't want it controlled i don't want to have to pay all these fees the bank's going to charge mm -hmm. me which is another thing that bitcoins does it has very small fees mm -hmm. that are connected to it i would like to have um, the money that i send to the person the same day okay instead of having to wait for a few days for bank wire or whatever wow you go so on paypal they get it right away well, PayPal, they can get it right away. You do the same thing with MasterCard, American Express, Visa. It's instantaneous. Right. But when you do that, the, it's a comparison of the fees you have to pay to get it to be instantaneous. What? PayPal has, has a fee that it charges you. Oh, you know, that's... if you're a business and somebody's going to pay you, they're going to take part of the money out. So the Bitcoins doesn't have so, so much as a fee. So it's just an option. Now, you are also correct, too. It's a question of, well, if nobody is going to accept Bitcoins, mm -hmm. like, you know, if uh, you want to buy something yeah. and they don't accept your Bitcoins, then you, you have no choice. You have to sell them and convert it to dollars. But what about, but the what peop what about people in, in, the, in the parts of the world where this modern technology just isn't their cup of tea? They, they don't have the ability to use the Internet. They don't have the ability to use cell phones. What use is Bitcoins to them? Well, actually, Bill Gates was talking about that he saw the digital currencies and the way in which they were intending mm -hmm. to continue to build on top of it, that it would become easier for those people to have access to it. Now, I don't know exactly what he was talking about, how they were going to set mm -hmm. this up or whatever, if they were going to have like ATM machines or right. something for people in these countries. But he was talking about that the advantage that he saw with the digital currencies, now I'm not just talking about Bitcoin, I'm yeah. talking about all of them, would be to help the people in these countries who are having difficulty with getting money and so on, to make it more prevalent. All right, now, so let, let's say I send Joshua Shapiro, um, I, I don't know, let's say 500 Bitcoins. I know no, that's... You wouldn't, you wouldn't send me that, Rob. Why? Because 500 Bitcoins would be over a million dollars. Try just send half a Bitcoin. All right, so half a Bitcoin. First of all, where do I get these Bitcoins to send you? Okay, so first thing is there are what are called currency exchanges. Mm -hmm. Some of them are in the physical. Some of them are online. Mm -hmm. The one that I have used to get started is called Coinbase. It's an online currency exchange. And basically what I did is I gave up my credit or debit card. I was able to get my first Bitcoins this way. I could have also linked my bank account. Mm -hmm. So I have Bitcoins that okay. I can do something with. And then what I started to do is I started to use the Bitcoins that I had. There were various programs that were offered. Some were investment programs. So I started to invest those Bitcoins. And that's basically the way that I started building them up because I started to get an interest on my Bitcoins that no bank could offer me on any cash that I had. All right. So let's say you want to withdraw from your Bitcoin account and convert it into good old cash. How do you do that? Okay, so then I go back to Coinbase, mm -hmm. and I say, okay, Coinbase, I have this many Bitcoins, right. I want to sell them, mm -hmm. and I would like to receive dollars. Mm -hmm. So I sell them, and then my account is connected to my credit union, and in two days, it's in my bank. So you're still using the bank? Exactly. So what is the advantage of using Bitcoin, then, if you still have to go through a regulatory bank? So the advantage for me of Bitcoins is, is that... <laughs> It's by using it and mm -hmm. by being involved in some of the programs that I've joined, I've been able to create for myself an, ex, uh, uh, an extra income that's doing very well, especially because the Bitcoins keep going up in value. And when I'm selling my coins, I'm selling them and receiving more money than what I did when I paid. That's for right now. Okay. In the future, though, mm -hmm. What, what I see that's going to start to happen is more and more companies are starting. Like The key, I think, is really Amazon. Amazon is talking about it publicly. I don't know exactly when they're going to do this. But when a large company decides to offer 
to people this option. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people start looking and saying, well, why would Amazon do that? Why do they have to do that? It's, why do they feel it's they It's very have to simple. Do it? It's another way of earning money. They're not getting right. rid of they're not getting rid of MasterCard. They're not getting rid of Visa. They're not getting rid of of uh, PayPal. They're not getting rid of any other currency. They're just adding another one to the stable. Right, but they wouldn't add so? that one to the stable if they didn't think that they were going to do very well with it. From two perspectives, one that people are actually going to give them mm -hmm. these Bitcoin, and second of all, because the Bitcoins keep going up in value. Joshua, we take Mastercard, American Express, Visa, Diner Club, and all the other credit cards here. I don't make a lot of money on the majority of the cards. The money I make is on Mastercard, Visa, and PayPal. I have the other, the other credit cards for convenience, just in case somebody wants to use it. Not because it's going to make me money. It's a convenience for the consumer. Well, I just am t can only share mm -hmm. with you, Rob, what I've seen that's going on. I know you don't understand this. I know there are people that have questions about it. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, have been studying this now for about six months. To me, the handwriting's on the wall. This system is coming. And more and more people, I think, are going to choose to go with the digital currency over the regular currency. But now, they're whether all... That's, whether that's going to happen or not, I guess we'll see. But I've been using it, mm -hmm. and I just see it as a convenience. But there's already <laughs> digital currencies out there. This is nothing new. This is what I can't understand. People say, oh, Bitcoin is new. It's exciting. It's digital. Come on, what planet are you from? Every credit card on the face of this planet now is digital. All the banking systems are digital. So what is the big hoorah? Well, I've tried to give you the best explanations I can. It's obviously it's not acceptable to you. So it, it, we it, have to agree to disagree, I guess, and just watch what happens. If it if it if if you could tell me something that wasn't already in place, it would be exciting. But Joshua, everything you've told me is already in place, except circumventing the government. For no, now. That's not that's not what this is about. This is a new way of dealing with buying products and services using this digital currency. And it's just for a lot of people, they prefer to use it. They find it easier, more convenient. And yeah, and in a way, it's just changing the monetary system. A lot of people aren't happy with how the monetary system's going, and you don't have to be a wealthy person to get involved in Bitcoins and start using it, to start building it, to learn about it, maybe to get involved in some ways, you know, that can help you. So for us, it's basically been helping to support our spiritual work because I've been learning from people who are knowledgeable and following what they're sharing, and I just see that it's coming. Hmm. I, I, I just can't see it. I, I, I can't see... The difference between, uh, a, a, you know, a bank credit card, a bank bank debit card, uh, a bank transfer, or even the um, what are they called? Trade banks. I, I can't see any difference. Okay. Well, I'll, only other example that I could think of to to compare it mm -hmm. is like what happened with telephones. All right, why don't we hold it there? We've got to take our final break for this hour. Exxon Nation, Joshua Shapiro is our guest this hour. We're, we're talking about Bitcoins. And if you'd like to visit uh, Joshua's site, if you have any questions about Bitcoins, go to bitcoinsandme.wordpress.com. And uh, we'll be back as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Earth is under ever-increasing pressure from untenable lifestyles and growing populations. Yet, viable answers seem in short supply. What if I told you there's an ancient form that can empower you to take charge of your life? What if your entire family could be enfolded and supported by life itself? 
finding safe passage through challenging times. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Art School with Great News, an upcoming series of leading-edge online affordable classes based in an ancient form of shamanism easily learned and used by your entire family. Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow are a series of online adult and children's lessons instructing your entire family on natural law, how to cooperate with and be supported by the powers of the universe. Visit findyourpathhome.com to find these unique and powerful classes. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. truth? Historically, we viewed things as either being true or false. Now as we enter a more expansive era, we find the question is not, is it true, but rather, how true is it? I'm Gwilda Wiecka, host of the Science of Magic Radio, a syndicated, internationally broadcast radio program dedicated to uncovering this ever-expanding truth. Join me daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, as I interview today's leading experts from the fields of science and magic to uncover the hidden truth between the lines drawn in the sand. What we unearth in our discussions is not only amazing, but totally unprecedented. You won't want to miss a single episode. In service to our listeners, past episodes can always be found on our website with our compliments at thescienceofmagic.net. www.bitcoinsandme.wordpress.com. Joshua Shapiro is our guest. And in this, uh, in April of this year, Joshua began to seriously investigate bitcoins, and by May he had made his first bitcoins. Since then, he has taken his skills as a researcher and teacher and is helping others to learn more about bitcoins and how people can begin to obtain them. He has given a successful free online class about Bitcoins and uh, just this month released his first website discussing not only what he has learned, but more importantly, his direct experiences. He believes that within the next year or two, tops that is, Bitcoins will become a household word 
and will become the major way that we will begin to buy and sell various items and products. That it will become as commonplace as our mobile phones, internet, or computers, and tablets, and streaming videos online. Once again, www.bitcoinsandme.wordpress.com. Here's a question for you, Joshua, before you get to the telephone example that I just thought of as we were, as I was reading this information. What would happen in case of a uh, solar flare that knocks out all the electricity? People have no access to their internet. People do not have access to their cell phones. How do they get their money? Every system that we have is based on the internet right now. Everything would fall apart. But I can, but be... I, but I can go to the bank. I can go to a bank. If my internet is down, I can go inside the bank and get my money. Uh, what if there's no electricity and the machines won't give it to you? No, I can go inside to the can... bank. But what if they have all their money in the vault and they can't open it? See, the the key the key to the question that mm -hmm. you're asking, because of course people have asked me this question, yeah. is they said, well, if this is you know a totally digital system, then if the internet goes down, then it's gone, it's over. But I think all of our systems, all of our business, all of our financial systems, everything that we do is connected to uh, the internet. Now. No, that's where you're so, wrong. That is where you are wrong. Looking at the banking system, they do not use the internet just in case that does happen. They are on secure lines, the same as stockbrokers, the same as uh, any other entity that would use uh, direct fiber optics or direct lines for commerce. They don't use the internet. Okay, so you're saying that they'll still be able to function financially if if the if the internet down. is down? Sure, they will. Sure they will. My brother works in the Bank of Montreal in that area. Okay. Okay. But, so, but, all right. So where, where is Bitcoin's headquartered? It's a decentralized system. So who, who is the president of Bitcoins? There is no president. Who makes there the rules and regulations for Bitcoin customers? There is a group of people that are involved in the maintenance of what I mentioned before, mm -hmm. which is the blockchain, right. which is the system that runs. And they are the people that are responsible for maintaining that system and how Bitcoins works. So where is, the, it, where is, where is, the, uh, where is the, uh, the head servers or the data center for Bitcoins? I believe they have servers all over the world. And this is... Because if there is a problem in any specific mm -hmm. area, they are able to transfer it to the other centers that they have. Oh, gotcha. But as far as is there like an organization or something mm -hmm. like that, it's this group that works with it. But this is a good question and a, a, a question to ask about who that is. I, I'm not exactly sure. I just know that they have many centers and that it's... The programmers who created the system to run Bitcoins mm -hmm. from day zero, they are the people who are involved. Now, there's another group of people that assist them, which are known as miners. Miners are the ones who release new Bitcoins, and they have a procedure for how that happens, and they need a specific type of computer equipment to do it. And they're also the people who are involved in verifying the transactions that take place over what they call the blockchain. So those are the other people I know about. Now, coming back mm -hmm. to the example. Yeah, the telephone. I to give you with the telephone. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you and I, Rob, we grew up, and the telephones that we knew were, compared to the ones we have now, very primitive. True. You know, you picked up the mm -hmm. handle, and you had to dial, you know, with a rotary phone. They were rotary mm -hmm. phones and everything. And then uh, where we are now is we have pretty much little computers we call mobile phones mm -hmm. and hardly anybody i mean the only only phone we have in our house is an in internet phone besides the mobile phone right and i it is very difficult to find somebody who has one of those regular phones now if we look at the difference between the phones you and i knew mm -hmm. when we grew up versus today it's like night and day i mean they have apps they have all these different capabilities yeah. and systems. Right. And this is the way that I see the difference between what we would call the fiat currency, which is the existing financial system we have with the dollars and the bills and, mm -hmm. and the coins, which is backing up whatever's going on digitally versus the total digital 
system is they keep adding capabilities and services and features which are not possible with the old system. You know what, that, that's, way- that's great. But what about the security of the investment? Like well, when you're when you're buying when you're buying bitcoins, right? You're buying uh, a, a digital promise that when you're going to want that digital money that you have in your digital wallet, it's going to be there. It's not backed by any solid currency. It's not backed by anything except the computer. So how does that how does that guarantee any investment that your investment will actually be there? Well, first of all, you have an option if you're that concerned with security. In other words, what most people do is there's these um, currency exchanges that offer you these wallets. If you're not comfortable with them storing online your Bitcoins, you have capability, and I've seen this, where you could either print, there's some kind of paper you can print, which has like a barcode on it that represents your Bitcoin, so it's offline, or they also have devices that literally you can load your bitcoins onto mm-hmm. if you're concerned about security, which a lot of people are actually using these. They call it cold storage, mm-hmm. especially if they have a lot of bitcoins, which is something I'm thinking about too for us. We're not at that point yet, but if we really start getting a lot more bitcoins, then that would be the logical thing to do. So this is another aspect of the security that they have already developed to help people if they have that concern that you're talking about. And then, you know, when you need it, okay, I want to buy something with it, just connect your cold storage device back into the internet, send the Bitcoins to a wallet that's online, and you can go ahead and pay for it, or possibly even just send it right from the cold storage device. Because whenever you're transferring Bitcoins, there's just two pieces of information. There's the 32-character ID of the wallet you want to send it to, Mm -hmm. and there's the amount of Bitcoins you want to send. And you don't have to have one full Bitcoin. You can have, it goes up to eight decimal places, so you can have a portion of a Bitcoin. So you just send that information, and the blockchain is the security to make sure the transaction is going from one place to another, which is, uh, you know, uh, authenticated, authentic. I can't say authenticated, authenticated, right? Source, and this is the security mm-hmm. that they've put in place over the nine years that they've been working with it. Now, obviously, if this security wasn't working, we wouldn't be talking about bitcoins today. People would be losing money right and left. So, how do we know there aren't people losing money right and left? Well. If there were so many people that were losing money right and left, Rob, Mm -hmm. I'm sure the system would not exist. You would see it in the news. You would see complaints. So it's the same thing like, you know, somebody steals from a bank. Mm -hmm. We hear about it in the news, right? Big robbery. These people came in and stole. Mm -hmm. Except the, the robbery with the Bitcoins would be that they would figure out digitally how to do it. So... They understood in the beginning when they were developing the system that security was absolutely primary, that the system would not work and function unless they had it. And I think there are stories told at the very early days they did have this type of problem. So before they could bring it out to the world, they were doing a lot of testing of it for the first year or so. So the reason why most people talk about Bitcoin is because it's the one that's been around the longest and has gone through its development stage and test and all that. Hey, Joshua, the time has come when you and I must say so long, my friend. I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. And Exxon Nation, if you'd like to find out more about Joshua, visit his website at www.bitcoinsandme.wordpress.com. That's www.bitcoinsandme.wordpress.com. I'm not impressed. I am really not impressed at all. I thought he was going to come on the show and tell me something marvelous, tell me something fantastic. He was going to make my head spin around and say, my God, why haven't I heard of this before? Why haven't I gotten involved with this before? And now I know why I haven't been involved with it before, because it sounds old hat. My MasterCard does the same thing. My Instabank, or what's it called? Not Instabank. Instabank card does the same thing. 
My PayPal card does the same thing. They're all digital currencies. So I don't understand what the big hoorah about Bitcoins is, except it doesn't sound very safe to me. And you have to learn an entirely new currency system. Just what the world needs. More learning. More numbers. More ways to collect money. More ways to spend money. Not this guy. I'm happy with what we've got and how it works. So I'm going to keep my money and the way that we receive money the same old way. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news in, at uh, six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away and for God's sake, don't accept any Bitcoins. Thank you. 